Yeah! Talking about expressvpn.com slash nooners. Love ExpressVPN. You've got to have a VPN in today's world or you're not living your life right, brother. People are going to start stealing your passwords, all your bank info, everything. And I know most of you are probably thinking, uh, why don't you just use incognito mode? Let me tell you something. Incognito mode doesn't hide your activity. Doesn't matter what mode you use or how many times you clear your browsing history, your internet service provider can see every single website you've ever visited. That's why when I'm at home, I never go online without using Express VPN. Huge fan. I've had it for years. ExpressVPN is an app that reroutes your internet connection through their secure servers so your ISP can't see the sites you visit. ExpressVPN also keeps all of your information secure by encrypting 100% of your data with the most powerful encryption available. Most of the time, I don't even realize I have ExpressVPN on. It runs seamlessly in the background uh, of all my computers and my laptops and my phones, and it's super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button, and you're protected. ExpressVPN is available on all your devices, like I was saying, phones, computers, uh, even your smart TV. So there's no excuse for you not to be using it right now. Protect your online activity today with the VPN rated number one by CNET and Mashable. Visit my exclusive link, expressvpn.com slash nooners, and you can get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S, vpn.com slash nooners. Expressvpn.com slash nooners. Head there to learn more. Yeah, talking about liquidiv.com, promo code Nooners at checkout. You see us drinking it on the show every single day. Where would we be, Japes, without Liquid IV in our lives? Dehydrated, we'd have headaches, we'd be tired, exhausted. Yep. Not be able to get through the day, get through work, we'd be sick all the time. I'd be hungover. (laughs) Every single day. Love the liquid IV. Liquid IV hydrates you with benefits like electrolytes, essential vitamins, and clinically tested nutrients with three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drinks out there, plus eight vitamins and nutrients in a single stick. It's clear why Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. It's just a little tiny stick full of powder. Pop it in 16 ounces of water. You're good to go. What's your reckon, Jabes? Double or triple hydrated? Du- I would say double. Oh, I'd say triple. What? Nay. I'll say triple today. Huge fan of Liquid IV. Turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration. With Liquid IV, get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code Nooners at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop better hydration today using promo code Nooners at liquidiv.com. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Ross Patterson Welcome back, James. Thank you. You've been missed. You've been missed. I got at least one and a half 
like messages. Emails, yeah. Emails. I say half because it looked it looked like someone it looked was like starting. A half a it was thing, like yeah. the dots, and then they fell asleep, and it's like kept dots, yep. dots, yep. dots, and, and then, then you're you just wait because like, oh, you don't want to reply. Yeah, yeah, right, right, right. And I'm just like, oh, I'll say something, and no. so it was like I counted it as a half because yeah. they didn't actually get the response of like you we missed it. you, you earned it, but I got at least one. Okay. Where have you been? Right, one. There was one. Listen. There was one. Where have you been? I uh, wouldn't say we were flooded. But there was a one and a half. Where have you been? Listen, wait, to but me, the, and, and to the the other half was just dots. They never wrote it. That's and what I mean. So I could look. It could God, be anything. We it, don't know. It could be they have gotten a whole group of people together, and they're all like writing messages. Do you I know. know what I mean? On one, on one person's. Here's the thing. I go to L.A. and just have superstar after superstar on the show. Right. And then you know I come back, uh-huh. and and this is home. This is home. Right. Is what it is. Right. Some we had Clay Crawford from uh, Lethal Weapon on. Mm-hmm. Star of Lethal. We had Buck Sexton on from uh, CNN. Uh, also has his own show. That was a fun thing. Buck Sexton. I know a lot of people wrote that in. That's a that's an unfortunate name for him. I know. And then I great didn't, guy. Honestly, great interview. Though, did you great even guy. think it before that? I have to say I didn't even think that. And then a couple of people wrote in, and I was like, I mean, I guess. You know, it's so funny. Like I, I, I'm so into it, and like you, I like. Believe it or not, we, like Jables and I do prepare for these interviews before we go on with people. So like I'm so into it going through interviews or whatever that I, I didn't notice until the show started. And I said, ladies and gentlemen, we, we've got Buck Sexton on. And I was like, oh, Did boy, you I bet it? you that was a long childhood. Yeah, I didn't get into that with him. Okay. He's a nice enough guy. Pretty bright. I know. Uh, it's seems so to know funny shit politically. because of who he is. I didn't even think that. Is that weird? Yeah, like he just doesn't I, have that. No. I didn't associate that at all. So like there there is people that you associate where you're just like, ah, not sure. No, he wasn't one of them. No. You know, because um, there's some people where they just roll on. And you're like, oh, yeah, you're you're definitely a guy who got made fun of. Really good interview, though. Uh, I was. have to say, I mean, I hate I hate not being on the show because I'm very um, into myself, too. Sure. And I like to hear the sound of my own voice. I just do, you know? Gosh, it's gorgeous. Nothing but net. So. Yeah. (laughs) Nothing but net. Nothing but net. Yeah. So, but I loved that interview and I was not, I was, I wasn't sad that I wasn't on it. I was listening like a fan, you know? Yeah. It was so good. Yeah. It was, it was really good. Um. God damn! And, like, it, and it flew by. Uh, I, f- I, f- I feel like he was lucky that I interviewed him. Um, he I'm was no, lucky. I I'm felt kidding. like he found like a good match. Yeah, I know. You. I know. We, we had a really good conversation, and he, he seemed shocked that it, that it was just like, yes. "Oh fuck, uh, you, you literally know everything." And I'd I'd read this book that he had, you know, was supposed to have been reading for his his interview, so it was good. It was awesome. good. Uh, we we enjoyed it. Clayne Clayne Crawford was fucking amazing from Lethal Weapon. Well, I just holy love shit. Him. I just uh, love him. So do I, and, and everybody does. But I don't think a lot of people knew about him or his story or his life. And you know, I, if you've ever heard a more honest and raw interview than that one from an actor, I'll, I, I will suck your dick, whoever it is. Like that was that was as real as it gets. And that's just him. Like yeah, even hanging out with yeah. him, like we hang out, we party, drink beers, yeah. whatever, and then we in the morning have pancakes and bacon, and he's just like the most normal, 
Dude, like down to earth, dude. There is him and his wife. It's just. F- by the way, go to his Instagram. Uh, go to at Clayne Crawford on uh, on Instagram. C L A N E Crawford um, on Instagram. He posts some like <laughs> occasionally like really funny weird shit. The thing about the water damage was like had me in tears. Where he's posing with his daughters for his picture, and he had noticed water damage in the middle of the picture. In the oh, ceiling. that's right. It was just like. Um, so like it's just the most realist dude on the fucking planet and, uh, and a fantastic actor. Uh, and I should also mention that lethal weapon is, uh, uh, back on TV eight o'clock on Tuesday nights on Fox and it's a great show. It's just and one that, of those, like you keep it on, you can watch it with your family and keep it on the background. It's great. That great. accent is real too, mm-hmm. which I love. Yes. That's yes, real. Absolutely. All of his on, whole shit is real. It's not a joke. His whole shit is real. And he does not give a fuck. Which his is whole awesome. shit is real. But look, we got a big show tonight. So I'm gonna, I want to get to the sponsors first because um, there's a lot going on in the world. Uh, Kylie Jenner. Oh. Mm. Could they could they have scripted that any better? Or, I mean, is she scripting this what, now? What did I see? Um, like, God works, but Chris Jenner. I mean that bitch. The devil works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah oh yeah, 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 the devil works. The devil, yeah, yeah. the devil works, but Chris Jenner, holy shit. Yeah, that um, bitch. Funny story Overtime. too. Flying home tonight in the airport. You know how they have those big CNN TVs now, like set up in the airport of like it just yes, kind of scrolls yes. top, just top like news weird. stories. Yeah. So it's and this is no lie, and I tried to get a screenshot of it, but I, I had a a very tight layover that I was trying to make. But there was a picture of Kylie Jenner. And Kylie Jenner and Tyga. And it just said, Travis Scott and Kylie expecting their first child together. And it was like, oh. oh all black people don't look alike, CNN. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, God. Well, but they're fighting over it, right? So they have two no, people that they're not, are. They're not really fighting over it. So uh, they know who it is or no? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. And, and okay. It, it's, but it's one of those things where, you know, their relationship's only four months old or five months old. So it's like. Hey man, um, we'll t- we'll talk about his dick winning the golden ticket because Jesus, she's worth half a billion dollars. And Did it uh, what's up? Did it? Okay, go ahead. Yeah, it yeah look, I let's say your rap career doesn't go anywhere. Yeah, we'll we'll get there because this right, this right, is a really right, interesting right. is a really interesting topic to talk about because it, it, Twitter lit up after this and it was it was ninety ten him versus her and I was just like oh shit uh, and it made sense. Um, but to start the show, as you know, straightrazors.com is, uh, they've been there since the, the day of our birth, the day, day the day that this baby was, was shot out of the vagina all over to the world. Um, um. they've been there. Straight razors <laughs> has been there. Uh, they're reaping the rewards now. Cause we just got picked up for Spotify worldwide, 27 Ooh. countries. Um, and for those of you at home, Spotify has to call you and sign the deal with you. You can't just be on Spotify. They got to pick you, and it's a big fucking deal. So everyone was like, "When are you going to be on Spotify? When do you?" It's yeah. like, listen, man, we're waiting for the call. Like, we're waiting to be like. And I, I felt we had a good shot because uh, uh, you know our sister show Drinking yeah. Bros is on there, and I you know I felt our show was was really really great. And uh, yeah, it just took them. You when know, you get the call for months. Spotify, it's like fuck. You're stoked. Not only that, but yeah, your host, dude. your host who hosts like yeah. the show online, is just like yo. You got to fucking take this deal. And it's just like, yeah, of course we'll take the deal. Um, so we're on Spotify. Uh, and, but the cool thing is all those sponsors carry over. So like all of those uh, straightrazors.com sponsors 
from all back in the day stay everything stays on there and um and i hope more people find out about their product through spotify because it's it's fucking fantastic um i i have thrown down the gauntlet and said hey just go to their website and buy the it, let's say you, you you might be a little nervous about the straight razors just try the aftershave the smolder aftershave is the fucking jam uh their cologne is is also smolder and it's fucking incredible uh their 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 shaving kits are unbelievable and it's just in time for the holidays go to straightrazors.com um type in the promo code revolution for the best shave you'll ever have in your entire life and the best shaving products uh big big fan of them support the show go to straightrazors.com use the promo code revolution for 20 percent off next up we got a new one we got a new one on the show james uh yeah we got, we got some some sweet sweet uh functional fitness apparel we got some dope ass gear in the mail, uh, some t-shirts, some yes. tank tops to work in. Uh, I'm talking about Lead by Iron, W-W-L-E-D-B-Y-I-R-O-N, leadbyiron.com. Uh, Led by Iron is a functional fitness apparel company. They got t-shirts, tanks, hats, and other gears. Um, their motto is lead with strength when led by iron. In other words, don't be a fucking pussy. Uh, it's more the brand. It's a lifestyle. Um, it, it's it, it's just fucking dope workout gear to to throw on. Their t-shirts are awesome. Their tanks are awesome. Um, they're also th- here's what I love most about this company. Um, they're all first responder owned and operated, uh, and they've been supporters of Drinking Bros and, and Ross Patterson Revolution from the beginning. Dude, the the CI the the, the C, CEO of, of Led by Iron was was uh, also a Range 15 promoter in Franklin, Tennessee. So like all those Franklin, Tennessee shows, he yeah. did it. Um, just they're they're all just a bunch of proud patriots who believe in no limit lifestyles. Try and they try to honor those who live with the same passion. Um, and they also have a new thin blue line uh, line of shirts for the Leo community. Um, and the thin lead, thin red line for the firefighters, which are both badass. Like, fucking love those guys. So go go to Lead by Iron, um, L E D B Y I R O N dot com, and uh, and pick up some some fucking workout gear. Pick pick up some tanks. Pick up some tees to work out in. Some hats. Uh, big fan. Find them on Instagram, Lead by Iron Apparel. Uh, Facebook, Lead by Iron. Twitter, Lead by Iron. The whole shit. Uh, the promo code. As always, is revolution for twenty percent off. Um, so if you if you're a first responder out there, um, go and support some first responders who are who are just starting their own their own t-shirt company. Yeah, um, big fan because it's it is fucking hard to start a, a t-shirt company. We've done some for Ross Patterson Revolution, uh, the fucking you know one of the dudes who 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 ran it. It's like you run out of gear here and there, and like you realize. You know, doing a t-shirt company is a lot harder than it looks. These guys actually do it right. And uh, so go to Led by Iron and type in the promo code REVOLUTION for 20% off their gear. And uh, help some, help support some first responders. Uh, next up, we've got StrikeForceEnergy.com. <laughs> I missed it, James. I missed it. You and everybody else. I know. I know. Strikeforceenergy.com. Look, if you're if you're wearing some lead by iron apparel, uh, throw some strike force in your belly before you're left in those weights. It's good for pre workouts. You're set to go. I know. Good you're to set. go. Good to go. Uh Strike Force Energy comes in four different flavors. We're talking about orange, lemon, original, make America grape again. They've got the whole shit and caboodle. 
whole shit caboodle. You don't need you don't need Kickstart or Red Bull anymore. Um, you can kick the can, kids. Go to StrikeForceEnergy.com. Get yourself a tasty, tiny little tin pouch that squeezes any into any liquid available. And uh, they ship everywhere in the entire world, which is nice. They get a subscription on the month club. Type in the promo code REVOLUTION for 20% off at StrikeForceEnergy.com. Maybe get yourself a subscription of the month or a 750 milliliter bottle. You know, just go a little boom, boom in your drink. Uh, last but not least is a night she cries while he rides his steed. The first ever romance novel for dudes, Jables. <laughs> funniest book ever written by Ross Master Antonio, James Orenthal Patterson. Buy it on Amazon.com. Uh, also, Audible.com. We all do the voices. And uh, one of the highest rated Audibles there is. And uh, the sequel's coming out in the spring, so grab this while you can. Um, so you don't feel like you're left behind when the, when the sequel comes out next year. You don't want to do that. You don't be a fucking asshole. You want a rock hard body. You want a rock hard body. You want to rock that body. Guess who doesn't have a rock hard body anymore? Kylie Jenner. Boy, mm. she's 20. 20. She's 20 years old. That's, that's a little much, right? That's... Don't do it. Especially for partying the way she parties around the world. Don't do it. You just threw that out the window. I mean, granted, the kid's going to end up with like a nanny or something, but. I mean, like, it'll be fine. That just doesn't seem to be her brand. No. No. So, like, Kim, like, have all the babies. You're well, married. Kim, Kim's also in her, in her 30s. She's have mid, all the babies. She's, she's mid 30s. Uh, yes. So, who's the other one? Courtney? Courtney. Yeah. Courtney started, I think, late 20s, early yeah. 30s and was married and do all the things. Have all the babies. Yep. You're have all the babies. You're 20. A lot of people are saying, you know, the announcement is very curious that it's the day before the 10-year mm-hmm. anniversary of keeping up with the Kardashians. Oh my gosh. You can't plan that shit any better. Or can you? That's the question now. I think you can. Can you? Because you're looking at, you know, Bruce Jenner getting his fucking dong lopped off. So is that happening? I don't know. Did it happen? Oh, okay. Know. It sounded like you had some kind of information. Whatever. He's a fucking lady now. And, uh, right, right, right. But it's not lopped off, right? Like Kanye, you don't have any. The, the day before, did you see the pictures of Kanye who's gained like four, 50 pounds or something? Have you seen those pictures? No. Oh, yeah. I'll he look, he looks peak. like Rob. He looks like Rob Kardashian. Oh, no. Now. Yeah. So. I, oh, I don't know if he's off I'll his meds. I'll take a little peeksy, or he's on his meds. That's the thing yes. I have to say. Yep, you're right. If you want to be happy, you might need to be a little um, fat. I've never seen Kanye this fat. So this this story breaks the day before. Magically, the next day is Kylie Jenner's pregnant. So you completely forget about Kanye gaining 50 pounds in the mountains of Wyoming, where the right. fuck he is. But he he oh. he, he literally looks like oh. Rob. Yeah, looks you like guys, Rob I'm looking at. Jesse and Ross, look at the internet. Yeah. But oh my gosh, you guys, I'm <laughs> crazy. I am confronted. Yeah, yeah, you are. This is a sight to be seen. I mean, yep. Oh, but yeah. you know what, you guys, honestly, that's meds. That's right? meds. Yeah, that's yeah, meds. Yeah, and yeah. um, one of my friends just got off these kind of happy pill meds. What were they? Do you know? Um, I think she was on Prozac. Which Prozac is the one that like works the best, but they always say you're going to gain weight. Zoloft, I heard. Is Zoloft a, yeah. and A friend Prozac. of mine was on Zoloft and she, she got super huge and, when she, and just admitted it. She was like, dude, I, I can't. She went through a horrible tragedy, tragedy though. Okay. A friend of mine from college. Okay. Uh, her, her sister passed away. Right. So they, they put her on some shit and 
a good friend of all of us for years and years and like um this is what this looks like to me where it was just like same ugh. um so my friend though too like just got off and i was like listen let's be bitchy and skinny because the other the alternative yeah because there are these happy pills that make you fat in turn makes you depressed so then they give you different you know what i mean it's like it's the whole pharmaceutical thing that like we all know is a big fucking racket right but what i found interesting is this you know kanye this this was a story for about four hours and then immediately gets flipped by Kylie Jenner. Now everybody forgets about Fat Kanye and leaves that alone. Um, oh, boy. And, and so all of this, the way they're consistently able to, to eat up every single news cycle is fucking incredible. Like It's amazing. To stay that relevant for this long over all of this shit where you're just like, all right, cool. And then Scott Disick, uh, following day, is, is uh, he's out with Sophia Ritchie. Is she one of... Is she the other Richie sister, Nicole Richie's like younger sister? Sophia Richie. Yeah. I would I it would have to be, right? Um, I guess so if you're gonna use that. I've that never name, heard another Richie. See. I've never heard another Richie before. And uh L train. Yeah, exactly. And isn't he doing the voice or something? So it's like, you know, yeah. you're 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 really going for it there. Um and she no, looks No, parents are Matze Nop and Diane. Oh, so it's not. It's not. It's not Lionel Richie. It's not. It's not a Richie. Uh, wow. Well, siblings Nicole Richie and Miles. Yeah. Brockman Richie. There you go. Then why is one of her parents not? So. It could have been the mom. Right. So. Could have been the mom. They could have got not, divorced. Li- yeah. So Lionel is not her dad. Yeah. Could have been. Could have been dad. Really but, uh, riding. Yeah. 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 Well, everybody is right. Uh, yeah, so that's exactly who it is. Because let's face it, the father, the Kardashian father, died. She's nineteen. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the Kardashian father died a long time ago. But they still kept the Kardashian name, even though you know. And then a, a few of them took Jenner. Um, uh, right. I've, I read a really interesting. I forget. I don't know who who said this on Twitter, but it was really funny. They said, "Will this be the first baby that that doesn't know?" Bruce Jenner is Bruce Jenner. And I was like, oh shit. It, it won't. So when this, oh, for, as when this baby comes out, yeah. Kylie's baby, yeah. Straight up going to be uh, uh, just, uh, you know, Caitlyn Jenner. Like, it's going to be meet your grandmother. Oh, God. <laughs> meet, God. Your, meet your grandmother. It's, uh, it's the old uh, Caitlyn Jenner. I don't know. The old Caitlyn Jenner. Scott Disick sneaks 19-year-old Sophia Ritchie into a club. Scott! He gives zero fucks. Scott. He gives zero fucks. I really, I like him. Well, you know. I think he's funny. Yeah, so do I. And it's like, he gives zero fucks. He does. The weird thing is, is is out of all of those Kardashians, Courtney seems the most normal. I know. And, uh, you know, you got this little fucker just off- Oh, she tried banging nineteen year olds. She tried. She was just like she was the one who married bro. white too. She was just like, right? That's the only one. Yeah, yeah. She goes, dude, bro, fuck. She loves it though. I she loves it. I don't know. I, I don't know what they love. Um, the other interesting uh, story. I mean, this is really going down. Really going down. Is this? Uh, we, we talked about it a few shows back about the NFL 
about Kaepernick. Yeah. And about kneeling at the games. And right. um, uh, President Trump was uh, doing a speech in, in Alabama. Mm-hmm. And says, he was talking about the, the players taking a knee during the national anthem. And he's like, I think it's bullshit. Um, he didn't say the word bullshit, but he did said, if if somebody takes a knee, I think you could, I think you should get these son of a bitches off the field and get them out of the stadium. And he goes, and if you're a fan, I think you should walk out of the games. I think you should walk out of the games of people protesting. Um, and uh, and he also mentioned the ratings, which we also talked about in a previous show, how the ratings are dropping. Um, I got a chance to look at those ratings because we're. We're when we when we did that last show, we were only like the first weekend, and the ratings were down. We're three weeks into the season now, and uh, the the ratings are really down for the NFL across really? the board. Really down. And I didn't so, know if that was possible. I I didn't think it was, and so I was like, "All right, cool. It's the NFL." And we we had talked about various things, like they don't let them celebrate. You know, uh, Kaepernick taking a knee. People were pissed off about. But I mean, you're looking at. In the last two years, you're down over 16%. They said ESPN um, and CBS are going to lose, uh, if they're lucky, $200 million off the NFL because the ratings are, are, are so down this year. And I said that's if you're lucky. They don't know how the rest of the season is going to go. God forbid like a Tom Brady gets injured. Why then you're are they real down? fucked. Um, I, I, you know, after this whole shit this weekend... I kind of I kind of reexamined it and you know originally a few shows back I had said well the play might be starting to suffer a little bit because they don't let these guys celebrate they don't let them have a good time anymore yeah. it's, it's it's the no fun league yeah. um but that's not really holding up um sure. I said maybe cuz the players are getting older but it's like all right uh, you know the, that last Super Bowl was the most exciting Super Bowl arguably in NFL history so that doesn't make any fucking sense. Right. Um, the, the only thing that really adds up for this shit now is, is truthfully this Kaepernick thing and, and kneeling during <laughs> the national anthem and using this, this platform to do it. And I, th- I think fans are starting to get pissed off. And, you know, you start looking at ticket prices where the average NFL ticket right now is about $175. So if you're trying to bring a family of four to this, and then people are kneeling and saying, fuck you. Yeah, and it becomes like something else. It becomes something else that's other than the game. You're Look, you're there. You go to an NFL game. You go to an NBA game. You go to any of this shit because it, it is entertainment and you want to get away from your real life. You're a fan of that team. You want to see the shit. If you have players on your own team doing this shit, and essentially as fans, we're the ones that are paying their salaries. To do this at a game is not only disrespectful, but you're kind of shitting on everybody else's life saying, and I'm tired of hearing this phrase from athletes saying, oh, well, I have a platform and I'm going to use it. Mm. No, no, you're actually hired by somebody else. You work a fucking job the same way everybody else does. Granted, you get paid a lot more goddamn money than everybody else does, but you work a job where you work for a company. You work, The NFL is a corporation. You have a boss, you have an owner, and your your fans are your fucking like that that is who's paying your salary. So by you saying I have a platform, I'm gonna use it. Yeah, yes, are you more visible to, to get out and do shit? But but by doing it 
at the place of your work on the field where people are paying ridiculous amounts of money to take their family of four to go watch you play and you're going to take a fucking knee and tell them fuck off i don't need the national anthem to me that is not the platform to do it that's not the place to do it and this is kind of the only thing that that makes sense right now because the play is the play is good the there, there was one other factor that I looked at and i really dug into this to try to figure this out um a lot of the players are also now bitching about fantasy football. As you know, week one, David Johnson got hurt. Uh, you have him. You drafted him, actually. Yeah. Um, number one pick in, look, 95% of leagues around the world for fantasy football. And he did an interview a week ago saying, uh, you know, I asked him how he was doing. He goes, I'm fine. I'm just so fucking sick of people asking me about fantasy football or telling me that I destroyed their league and all this other shit. Yeah. Same with uh, Odell Beckham Jr. Um, and then uh, a couple other players had written into Matthew Berry. Matthew Berry does all the fantasy football sports mm-hmm. for ESPN. Matthew Berry actually, in turn, wrote a reply back in an article back about it saying, Hey, man, no, you're actually lucky that there's fantasy football because. Think about the people who are watching the games like us on the weekends. We watch weird teams that aren't our favorite teams because we're watching fantasy football. Yeah. You, if you eliminate fantasy football from the equation, I don't watch those other fucking games. I definitely don't. Yes. So I, I think that's part of it too, where it's just like, you know, if you get players who are ungrateful that people are choosing them to fantasy and getting so excited about them, buying their jerseys, like, I think fantasy football has become such a big element of NFL football that you're now you're starting to turn off those people too. And it's mm. just like, man, between the two, I, I think the three factors of this, you, you have the, the Kaepernick's and the assholes who want to fucking kneel during the national anthem and, and use that platform for them and, and essentially piss on the fans and your country by doing it. Uh, I think you have the guys who are against fantasy football who, again, they're bringing in so much money and fandom to your sport, which then brings so much branding and commercialism opportunity for you. I don't know why the fuck you're pissed off about that. And then lastly, I I would say, you know, with the NFL not being that fun with the fucking fashion police and all the other shit that they have uh, is dragging these ratings down. But if you go if you go back through the numbers you can honestly point to them going down the day Kaepernick started kneeling for the anthem. Like that's when it all started to fall apart. And all those guys were still there. So it wasn't like, it's not like you have a league full of like, uh, you know, shitty people or, or anything like that. Like it really hasn't changed. The only, the only big person that's been gone that retired was Peyton Manning. And even then, towards the end, he was old. And you look, you watched him play with me the last couple of years. He was my quarterback for fantasy football. And you were like, oh, God, how is that guy even out on the field right now? He can barely move. So him leaving the but league. He killed it. I mean. Yeah. But, but him leaving the he, league isn't, didn't right. destroy it to me. You know? I will say, did you see the, the uh, Chiefs, the owner of the Chiefs letter, which I think will like keep coming out? No, Mr. Of- Hunt. Yeah. Yeah. What did he say? The owners that are just like, you are simply paid performers on a stage, and the oh, field yes, is your yes, stage, yes, yes. and you will stand. Like, yes. Th- I think more and more owners hopefully will come out and be like, you know what? Not that I own you, but like, you work for me. You work. You, it's and a this job. is like it's now. Now I have to like put another, which always happens, right? In jobs, 
people have to like put other things in the rule books because things come up that yeah. they didn't anticipate. Yeah. And so I think it seems like more and more, I mean, the dolphins are like the owner of the dolphins is like defending them. But I think that's definitely the minor- he, minority he is in, in the minority. And, and but and I, I, I love yeah. that of like, you work for me. This is your stage. You are performers. Yes, you're in entertainers. You know same, with, I mean? same, with, same with actors. You pay an actor. Take a Shia LaBeouf. Uh, you pay Do your an, fucking job. Do your fucking job. Don't get drunk and be a fucking idiot in public. But on, to that point, whatever you do outside. Is going to affect you. Yeah. It is, but like, I don't own you outside of it. So if Cal- Colin Kaepernick or whatever wants to like protest and do all he wants outside of the yes, field. Uh, uh, exactly. You can talk about that in a different way, uh, but and, on the field, if he's, if, he, if let's say LaBeouf yeah. is on a film set starting to protest shit, it's like, listen, buddy, like this is where I'm actually paying you to do a job. Yeah. I do hate that you go out and get drunk afterwards, but I don't actually have that much, you know, precedent over what you do yeah, it, <laughs> in and, that way. So same to 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 put it in per, in perspective uh, of other professions and chiefly acting because we come from this background this is what we do as entertainers uh tom hardy had a really bad problem on mad max beyond thunderdome um what? It, I, I don't he was being a fucking asshole to everybody on set either super in a character or something Whoa. else oh i didn't know that oh to the point of where charlie theron ha- called the studio and said Ooh. either i i'm fucking walking from this movie or, uh, like, you get me security or a restraining order against this guy. I don't want him anywhere near me. I'll shoot my scenes and we'll treat this as a business. The head of the studio had to fly out there. I believe they were shooting at Morocco. And he, he, had, he, sat, he sat down with Tom Hardy and he goes, Hey, bro, you're taking it too far. I don't, know, I don't know what the fuck you think is going on or who the fuck you think you are. But we're into this for $200 million right now. I and you fucking work for that. me. Yeah, 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 yeah. You fucking work for me. So get your fucking shit together. They were able to finish the movie and complete it. And I know he apologized to her like uh, on their press tour, but it still wasn't enough where it was just like, so I don't know. I don't yeah, know what the fuck he did. she's profesh, dude. Like she'll just be she's like, super I professional. do my job. And then like, if you want to talk to yeah, me. Yeah, and she has kids with her and shit like that. And it's just yeah, like, Yeah, but hey, she's yeah. also like, turn it off, turn it. Like she's not yes. method, right? Yeah. So she's like, if you want to come and talk to me in my trailer. Like, I'm going to be normal to you. Yeah. If I'm going over scenes, like, don't bother me. But, you know, we're eating lunch or something. I'm not going to Daniel Day-Lewis you. Sure. But but the point is this. It, this happens in every profession, not just athletes. Um, and to treat this like, because to me, it seems like a like they're treating it like a, like a racial issue. Um, where it's like, oh, my gosh, these, these owners own these athletes or whatever. No. no. This isn't every job. Yeah. There is like it's just a job. Like don't don't bring your own agenda and your own like yeah protest and your own um yeah your own thing to the it, it, it the, him saying that you're performers is absolutely right and that's how we can you know equate it to acting because it's the same thing like we could use that platform yeah, yeah, you, and yeah. you can, but not while you're on the clock. Exactly. So you can't in the middle of a scene yeah. st- start protesting. And that's the exact same thing here. You can't in the middle of a game start protesting. Absolutely. When you're off the field and you walk right out of that stadium and you want to hold up a sign and talk shit like go ahead. But when you're on the clock on the field, 
you can't do that shit. Yeah. And, and nowhere, nowhere can you do that. The, the fl- and so the flip part of this is, uh, you know, the, the story takes a turn today with uh, Steph Curry. Steph Curry of the Warriors uh, was asked if, if he would go to the White House. Every team who wins a, a championship, NBA, NFL, uh, college, right. they all get invited to the White House. You have this little ceremony. You get to meet the president. And it, it's, a, it's a thing that's been going on for years. I always thought it was bullshit, to be honest with you, because there's 90 teams a year that win things. Right. How you know much fucking time that takes out of your goddamn day, like as sure. a job. Like, I, I remember. Are you saying for the president or like for for, yeah, for the president? Like, dude, Jesus, like, do man. I need to meet all these? Yeah, and do we athletes? have to stop it for yeah, yeah, have yeah. a two-hour ceremony for photo? Nine, but you know, nineteen teams a year. No. no, I know, but it's a lot of days where yeah, you're just yeah, like, yeah. Jesus, man. Uh, and everybody said that was Obama's favorite part of the job. Like, he just wanted to meet all the athletes. I'm like, for sure. Well, God it's damn a break. It. You take photos. Yeah, you, take you get to meet all your heroes or whatever. You're not working really. To me, it, it, it's a waste of time. That's another story, but. Uh, it, it, look, uh, the president is fucking busy. It, there, there is no reason, you know. Great, sure. you want to come in, shake his hand, take one photo in the Oval Office, and get the fuck out of there. Congratulations. But so here's what a, here's, did he say? Here's a perfect example of Seth Curry using his platform, if you want to call it that, okay, in a in a better manner. He said, "Look, I don't agree with the, the, the policies of the president. Therefore, I'm not going to go to the White House for this the annual thing that you do." He's not on the court. He's not playing. He's not protesting during a game. Okay. In his personal life, he's just saying, I don't want to go to the White House with the team and meet the president, whatever. Like, And if that's your individual protest and use your platform, doesn't take away anything from your job. Doesn't take away. You're, you're not on the court. Do I think it's stupid? Yes. Yes. So do I. But, but you're right. That's a good point. He is, is that, all, he is off yep. off the job. He He's off say, the clock. He can say what he yeah. wants. Nobody's paying for him to be to the White House. They're not, you're right. they're not paying for him. That. So if you're going to do That's something like that. Yes, absolutely. That, 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 that he's choosing not to do. Yes. But I just think the significance of it, you know, of, of going to the White House, no matter who's in office, it's like, go, dude. I, w- I would go, but everybody's a fucking asshole these days who's up in arms about shit. Or everyone's fucking like better than like. You're so you're so awesome. You're gonna get to go another time. Yeah. What if you don't? I know. Like, what if you don't? And you're like, God damn, I should have fucking gone to the White House that one time when I got fucking invited. You piece of shit. Yeah. Anyway, um, I love you though, Steph. I love you. And and, and I, th- there was a there was a comment by by LeBron James today that everybody was talking about of uh, you know supporting Steph Curry, and he said uh, in response because. Because Trump was like, look, in response to this, he goes, fine, you don't want to come, don't come. Like, you know what? I'm not inviting you or the rest of your team. You don't want to fucking do it. Great. I don't give a shit. Like, I'm, d- I'm done with it. You know, like, oh boy. because you know he doesn't give a fuck. Like, he would rather well, work. He'd probably get a little bit pissed. He probably got a little pissed. But, but 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 he wants to work, let's be honest. You don't think he got a little hurt of like, you don't want to see me? I don't want to see you. Probably. <laughs> probably. But I would. I'd be like, fuck you then. I will say this. Knowing him, I, gu- I guarantee you he looked at his calendar with his fucking planner I'm go- and, and just like, said, I'm hey, good, bro. if we can cut out all of these teams, It'd I could actually awesome. work another fucking It'd be awesome. 20 days out of there. It'd be great. Because I've kind of got some big stuff yeah. um, going on here. Uh, yeah, yeah. So little, little tiny baby face. Steph Curry not wanting to come shake my hand. Not my thing. I'm not like life isn't going to stop for me. Yeah. So so uh, I got Trump, you. I Trump, got you. Trump says you're disinvited to Curry. LeBron James responds and he calls the president. He goes, "I'm just going to read this verbatim." Okay. He says, "You bum, 
Steph Curry already says he ain't going. So therefore, ain't no invite. Going to the White House was a great honor until you showed up with an exclamation mark. Here's the thing, LeBron. Uh, he didn't just show up. He was voted in by yeah. 68 million people. Um, I, I don't know where this entitlement is of like, hey, man, I'm a celebrity and the rest of the nation doesn't count because they voted in their own president. Like, I, I don't understand that one, too. If you're going to if you want to look at the ultimate traitor, the ultimate fucking traitor in sports, it's probably LeBron James leaving Cleveland giving the best years of his career to another fucking city and winning all those titles with him. And then, then coming back and being like, me. Yeah, now he's holding his city hostage again and his owner hostage again um, by saying, I'm not going to sign a contract extension. And I'll, he's probably going to leave after this season. If he leaves again, you, I, God, if he doesn't go down as one of the worst fucking sports figures there is in life, I, do, I don't know what to do anymore. Because um, you'll never find a motherfucker that is more out for himself than this. Even as a kid, he he branded himself King James, at mm-hmm. King James. So that's his Twitter. If you unless you want to follow him on, on Instagram, I'm Twitter. Good. No, I'm still good. to Thank this day you. at King James. Thank you. Who you travels know- with a fucking fourteen person entourage on the road? That that's why Kyrie Irving wanted to get traded from you. Um, but until you showed up, you showed up. The president, you showed up. Yeah, you can just walk in and just show up and be president, apparently. Hey, I'm here. Yeah. What do you think? Jesus You know Christ. what it reminds me of? Um, I don't know if you ever have done this, but um, you'll like, <laughs> like someone, a girl maybe like will not be calling you. I'm sure you didn't do this, but like when a guy like doesn't call you back or something and you're like, hey, don't ever call me again. And they're like, I wasn't. Yeah. Call- no, I wasn't calling you. No, it's happened. It's happened. Uh Happens to girls and guys, I think. Right, where you're like, yeah. hey, don't ever text me again. They're like, I haven't texted you in two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> but that's what it is. It's like, um, you're not invited. Oh, yeah, well. You know, it's like, what? you're not. Uh, yeah. Just stop. So, LeBron, this fucking piece of shit. Um, man. Uh, him running his mouth and the whole shit. I, my prediction is he leaves after this year anyways. Fucks over Cleveland again. Uh, it only cost their economy $3 billion last time he left. So, um, yeah, and he's born and raised there. Why not? So, so I why think not? he'll be Why gone. not fuck the city one more time? Uh, and he's got, another, yet again, s- s- smiled on by God. Uh, everybody from the Eastern Conference is now left. Carmelo Anthony got traded a couple hours ago, finally. He's going to Oklahoma City. Nothing but net. Ain't nothing but net. Hey, hey, hey. Nothing but net. Yeah. So. Uh, That's is basketball, right? That yeah. He plays? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is that gonna be your new catchphrase? Nothing but net. Oh god. No. No, we're gonna have to hashtag that now. <laughs> nothing no. but net. Don't put a no. G on nothing. Nothing. It's net. It's, no, it's nothing but net. Yeah. N u t t i n. Uh, Did I do that? Uh, Did I, do I forgot that? about that one. Everybody. Um, everybody forgot about it and they love to forget about it. Boy, everybody fucking really, really loved your 90s catchphrases. They were good. <laughs> and they were really strategically placed. And really, if you guys were doing a drinking game with that 
episode, like it would be a good amount of drinks that you're like drinks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> excuse me. Yep. Yep. Uh, that was not me. You're welcome. But um, it'd be a good amount of drinks that you're like, oh, it's not like blam, blam, blam. Um, the other thing is, um, so, so oh, by the way, don't remember that show at all. And I, I wrote that into the audience. I said, Hey, I don't remember the syrup challenge. I don't either. Nothing, nothing about it, but it was great. I don't either. But then I listened to, it and it's like, we weren't that like, I have to say, I think we're probably more drunk now, but like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like it's been right, a right, long right. trip. You traveled all day, but like, I did. I think I did. we sounded like, um, coherent, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like our, the points that we were making, I mean, Wayne, you really, I mean, I'm really worried about what Wayne did to you. Wayne did but nothing no, to me. No, I know, I know, and I know he Wayne did. Wayne had I know great you're chicken say, Caesar salads, and it was he great. Didn't, but I think that like deep, it's gonna come out later. No, like not, we do no. a Wayne hypnotizing thing. Like, Wayne was we great. Like, yeah, you. Absolutely not. W- Wayne was rad. I, I just uh-huh. don't know what happens uh-huh. with the whole sitch. Like right. I, I have, I have nothing but love. Yeah, nothing but love. Nothing but Wayne. that. Yeah, um, I have nothing, nothing but love for Wayne, uh, the, the bizarre, you know, man in his forties. He used to throw parties for teenagers. Um, I know, and I know that's what I know that's what you're remembering. But there's something deep down. No, there's no. a door. There's a no. door there. There's no door there. There's no. There's no. There's no Pennywise in the fucking sewer. Walk, nothing. If you walk through the fog and you just kind of open that door, no. I think that you're gonna see some like, oh my god. Not with Wayne, dude. I like Okay. Like if if, um, if Wayne if we saw Wayne out at a bar, sure. I'd buy him drinks all night and shake his hand and be like, okay. dude, you were rad. You you, you did wouldn't rad, have rad something come us. up like visceral no. where it's like, no. Oh, get me out of get here. Get your hand off my get and you just like curl up in a little ball and I'm like, What's going on? And you're just like, Get me out of here. Take the hand off the bun. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. No. Okay. Wayne was great. So if I saw Wayne out at a bar, I'd be like, yo. Let me buy so you a drink. You were red. So you know who I just started following on Instagram is Ricky Lake. Shut the fuck and, up. And um, she is Shut a burner. Shut the fuck up. She is a burner. Hardcore she, she burning, burning man. man. Yep. Oh, boy. And it's just like her whole feed. Like she must have gone three or four years ago or something. And it's just been flower crowns ever since. You're kidding. Oh, yes. You guys. So, you know, Check so, out Ricky Lake. She's looking good too. I can't hear that out of your mouth. But um, somebody said like Paris Hilton was there. A uh, bunch I of people. Uh, I look, know. I told you Susan Sarandon was there a couple years ago. But that's why we I don't want to go. Is I'm going to run into Ricky Lake and my mom. Ugh. Imagine you know tripping I mean? and my mom tripping on aggressive acid, uh, and, and then you just Ricky boom. Lake. You, you run, run into Ricky Lake. Smack dab. Oh, oh my God! It's Ricky. You're just gonna like freak out and throw Boy, yourself into the fire. That'd be the worst. That'd be the worst experience of my life. But that's why I don't like. That's why I don't want to go. I know a lot of people are starting to be like, I I offer my no, wife as no, no. tribute. You guys need to go send Jesse to Burning Man. Like you guys, if you know, if I take like a camera and recording equipment and I like record all of this, it would be for you. Sure. Completely for you. But I'm telling you, if if something happens where I like run into Ricky Lake, do you know what I mean? No, I couldn't. I'll freak uh, the fuck out. Yeah, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. Anyway, go go follow Ricky Lake on Instagram. It's funny. Your kid, is it a re- like? Does she mm-hmm. genuinely have a funny Instagram? Um, it's not funny. It's just like you'll see. Don't don't follow her, but go check her out. It's not private or anything, but go check it out. And she's like, that's what I'm talking about, you guys. That I don't want to see. 
This Ugh. is that's that's the thing of Burning Man that I don't I don't want to do I don't want to do it. I, I, look, I get it. I don't want to do it. Yeah, no, I I, I fully understand. Anyway, I, look, I, I fully understand this. Go ahead. Um, by the way, just got back from Los Angeles. Uh, f- wrap wrap the movie. I I, I, f- I wrapped editing of uh, Drinking Bros Live, the Shaved Eagle tour. Um, so that was a lot of hours. Yes. Uh, a lot of fun. We had we had a lot. We had a lot of fun in there. We had a lot of fun in there. It's gonna be a fun movie. It comes out around Thanksgiving. Um, and then I finished up, uh, Matt and I, Matt Best and I finished up the notes. We got the uh, CIA notes. We got notes back from the CIA redactions on the book. Which that, is so cool. That's like it, such a cool, cool thing. It's cool, but it was so weird, man. Like, oh, but I love that. I know. It's a cool thing to say, though. I will say this. Like, yeah. I, I, you know, uh, we'll, we'll probably never have a chance in my life to say again of like, oh, hey, what are you doing this week? Well, I can't meet up with you. I have to do redactions for the CIA for my new, for my new book that I'm helping my friend write. Um, I'll probably never get to say that again the rest of my life. But the redactions, though, were really fucking strange. Weird, right? I heard you talk about it on the um, book yes. Sexton yeah, 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 interview yeah, yeah. where... James Bond. They redacted the word James Bond. Yeah. Was Why? He, he was kind of like, what? Like, he was even like... Yeah. Why did they do that? Yeah, J- James Bond was one and of them. And they don't say why, right? It's just like, nope, 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 nope. No. nope. Yeah. And you're like, okay, they why do not can't say I why. say they, go? They, they send you back, you know, uh, it is, it, by, the whole thing is very CIA, where they send you back this, um, all the notes are in hard copy. Uh, so the, the, the notes are in hard copy, and... They're they're in. Do a, you mean that they are not? They're not electronic. Email. No. So, so, so they, they won't have an electronic trail. They print them out and wow. send them to you, and it's in a it's in a folder that has no company name on it. Is that the one that you showed me, where it's just like black things? Like yeah, yeah, yes, yes, yes. Oh wow. So like, but they send it to you in a folder that doesn't say what company it's from, and just says sure. you know it's, it's from somewhere in Virginia. But the, the, the folder itself is really nice, like high quality, where you're like, oh, shit. Um, so you get this in the mail, and you have your you know, official CIA spokesman who goes through this with you, and you do that whole shit together. Um, and uh, uh, very odd, because you know, then I had to call Penguin, who was our, our publisher, and say, hey, you know, because they wanted to see what the notes were. And I was like, well, I can, I can take... F- I can fa- like I can fax you them or like send the hard copies to you and the man they're like what they want you to do well they were like what do you mean and I was like well they're hard copies and they were like I didn't send any electronically and I was like no and I was like um and they were like you only have that one copy and I was like yeah they were too freaked out that they were just like no you keep them you keep them. I don't even want to but we probably shouldn't even be seeing them and I was like I'm sure yeah so oh my gosh I love all of that yeah so we kept that I um love all of that we did that and we had a couple questions about some things and like they give you a, like a correspondent with the CIA to talk to and all that stuff. And so like, did you correspond with them to ask them the questions? Y- yes. we had So some, like your point person or whatever? We, yeah, we had, we had questions about, about some of the... Uh, and it was just one person that would relay the questions? Yes. Or the... Uh, just one and like um, I, we're still, there's a still a couple answers we're waiting back for and you're like, man, this is so weird. Um super super strange so yeah uh, there was there was a couple things in that they redacted that i was like oh, i can see that you know they don't want to know like how long or you know times dates how many people are on a base 
things right. like that where i was like all right that makes sense yeah um most of the stuff we, we just assumed that everybody knew from the movies where it was just like oh, all right cool i mean if, sure, you, if yeah. you've seen 13 hours for fuck's sake yeah like, yeah yeah or read the book of 13 hours like it literally tells you everything so seeing those redactions did it make you kind of like how did all this other stuff get made do you know what I mean? 100%. Where like, if you can't say James Bond, like, how did Thirteen Hours? Or yes. What you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, Where you're yeah, like, yeah, yeah. did so, they just so, not care? Or I don't know. Did they not go through them? They're it, not trying to make money. I, I, I think don't know. it. De- I think it depends on who you get as well. Who your point person is, and like, or what's going on in the world, maybe. Yeah, or what, or what they're thinking about or feeling, and it's it, it's just. Uh, so it's, how did it's Zero very, Dark Thirty happen? Exactly. Um, it's Jesus. a very strange process. But I will say this: that no easy day. The the guy who shot Bin Laden who did the book uh, ironically for Penguin. Oh, this is a good story. He got nine and a half million dollars, and then they sued him. He didn't get it cleared by the Department of Defense. They sued him for nine and a half million dollars. Nine and a half zero (laughs) dollars off the book. Um, That's true. But how did how did the publishers make money? But how did they publish it without clearing it? Well, here's the thing: is is it is your word against the the, the government's so you guys word. Could so like, have yeah, we could have published it without clearing yep. it. But then, and then just someone would have the lawsuit, come, yeah. right? Yeah, eating the lawsuits. But but, why, but obviously, what's the point that? of that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, what's the point of that? So um, you know, we we agreed to make the the changes. Uh, it just takes a, a while, right? But um, super strange, man. And it didn't really affect your story that much, right? It was just yeah, like no, little things. Not at all. Yeah, yeah. And like there, there was even a joke chapter in there where they were like, you know, here's how serious the CIA takes their job. That they're going to redact everything anyways. <laughs> but there was this one time and then we redacted a bunch of shit on our own like on purpose. And you That's were like, funny. I thought it was. Um, but then we had redactions on top of that. So you were like, oh, all right, cool. Uh, yeah. But it, 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 it's a, it was a crazy period where you were just like, shit. Um, that's, I don't know. That's so weird. I love it. Yeah. yeah so, so, I love it. So that was it's part not of it. just like you, you write a book. Um, and then you also have to yeah, like yeah, and then clear then do it. it. Yeah, and clear it and all that shit. Uh, <laughs> so it's crazy. Weird. Um, and then, you know, s- some of the redactions went through. We were finishing the edit. And I went to see It, by the way. Okay. Um, and how, uh, how did... I dug it. Dug it. Dug It, yes. I heard. Dug I heard it, it was amazing. True to form, great, like... It was really good. You know what's funny? It reminded me of Stranger Things. Okay. And, it, you know, it crushed it. Why made... did it remind you of Stranger Things, though? Because it was staying true to the 19... To the, to Look, the era. it was kids in the 80s. Do you know what I mean? Like, Stranger were, Things yeah. is about and the, the It era. The lead kid in Stranger Things was actually, like, one of the lead kids in this. Stop. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. Um, and there was a girl and the whole thing in, like... Uh, the way it was shot, the way it felt. The, I think the reason it did so well across the board was um, it, one, it was done really well. Two, you had the nostalgia of those old 80s movies where you know you used to be scared, you used to feel something, and you were like, oh my God, this we is have awesome. The imprint. Yeah. So, but they did it right. And that's mm-hmm. the difference. Exactly like Stranger Things, which is why I love Stranger Things. It reminded me of seeing like an old Spielberg thing growing up it's a different story um simply with the fact of like it's super violent and gruesome where you're just like oh jesus christ um but can i tell you i didn't even see that i haven't even seen the first it i did remember we had this conversation with my male babysitter 
my my adult oh, man. That's right. And I yeah. said, do not get a male babysitter. Everyone cool. out there. He was cool. God, I he was. Wa- he let a, me watch I it. I was appalled. Yeah, he let me watch you it. You had a male babysitter, but I have never seen it. Um, so, so th- th- that's this not going to be uh, an imprint on me. I was. It was really good. Um, we went uh, in the middle of the day. We again, we were waiting Who'd for like, you go with? footage for Renner. Matt. And had he he'd obviously seen the the other one. Uh, not for a long time. Me, but Matt, yeah, it was me, Matt, it. and his wife. Yeah, and, and they'd seen it. Yeah, but not for a long, long time. She'd never seen it. She's too young. No, but uh, look, I, I think everybody's seen it. The original it, like it's always on. Really? I'm, that's what I'm telling you right now. Yeah, but but I mean, like you've never even like grazed through no. it. Like okay, no. Um. So, anyways, we, we went uh, matinee, biggest movie in the country. Opened up at $124 million. We were the only three in there. Right. Private theater. Right. Private theater, which, boy, is a little scary. I'm going to be honest with you. If the biggest movie in the country, you're just able to breeze through and you're the only three in there. Yeah, it was during the week, but Mm -hmm. still, you're the only three in there. And look, the feedback amongst everybody else was, um, you know, Matt and his wife were, were just like, Man, I haven't seen a movie in a theater since X, you know, a long time. Right. And, uh, you know, you, you, you go in there, the seats were in this movie theater weren't terribly comfortable. Um, sure. And, you know, food was obviously like $80, but it was like. Right. Still, and not that great. Yeah. 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 And still shit you didn't really want. Like, you know, I, I just want a simple pack of goobers, man. Goobers, man. I just want, I want some, I want a medium popcorn with butter for myself. I want some goobers. And uh, some form of a, you know. Gelatinous. Yeah, maybe a Coke Zero. <laughs> you, you, you go gelatinous on that I round. Go that's gelatinous. Again, I go gelatinous. I go gelatinous. $80. There's just the three of us in there. I will say this. They're, sh- they're, they're showing movies in 4K now. Right. So when you watched it, you were like, shit, this is crystal fucking So how clear. do you feel about the dine-ins then? The dine-ins is a different story. We used to go. Yeah, but to me that like reignited something for me. Yes, where but I was it, like, it, it is a hundred dollars. It is, but to go see a movie, it made it like this thing that it used to be back in the day, which was like this big thing, this I, like I, event. Look, I'm a fan of a dine-in, but it, but again, we it costs a lot. It, you and it, I it are, are not it only are, are not only married, but we're best friends in real life. So like, um, you and I going to a dine-in together is like, yo. Let's get fucking wine, Blam. beers, Blam. This, Blam. this, this, We're this. pissed that they're like cutting us off at three. Exactly. You're, you're like, always you're press like, mashing the mm-hmm. button of the waitress. No, but like, like hey. I mean, we are full on laid down in those seats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, we go all the way back. Comfy. Yeah, yeah. We go We're dressed up. All the it's way an back. event. Yeah. yeah. And that's what it used to be. Let's yes. go to the movies. That's your date. And now it's just like, meh. And I, look, I, I think people are trying to figure it out still of like how to keep this business model going. I say dine in. I'll go to dine in all the time. I, I will too. But but I, I will. I, I looked at uh, I looked at the markets for you know the theater chains. They're down fucked like twenty eight thirty percent this year, and it's just like I don't know how this continues. I don't know how this model continues like that where, you know, the theater we were in to see it. And again, biggest movie in the country. Um, and we're in a we're in a pretty big city. We're in Salt Lake. We were in Salt Lake City at the time. Right. Um, it's a it's a that is a decent city. It's not like we were going to see the movie in, in, in fucking Peoria, Illinois. Right. Like, you know, we're in Salt Lake City. Right. And the screen f- 
my buddy has a 120 inch in his basement. Matt, he's got a 120 inch uh, 4K in his basement. Holy shit! He's dope as fuck. Projector and like not I'll dine in there. Not crazy expensive, exactly. Like he's <laughs> yeah. got the fucking leather like recliners and the whole go. thing. Yeah, yeah. And uh, w- when we went there, it was it was kind of like it wasn't that much better than seeing it at his house. And you know, it was what it was. We were more excited too to get like dinner together afterwards. Right. Uh, so it was like, all right. Right. Cool. But, uh, I, man, it's lately, it's getting more to the point where I'm like, do I really need to see this in theaters anymore? And I, I've never, ever been like that in my life. Isn't that crazy? It's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. But it's, it, you know, you start What's deal- gonna happen? What's dealing gonna with happen? the other people and the money and all the other stuff. I, it's weird. Like, because of Netflix. Sad. Because of Netflix and that that like well and day and date too like having it be on on demand or direct TV or whatever it is like like a week or two after I know it's about that's just shitty that's so stupid it's it's about sixty days now so you're like is it all right cool um it's about sixty days now and uh, it is there's nothing like. That it comes out theaters and on. There used to be a date, yeah. Okay. And it, and it used to be. Are a, they stopping doing that? Yeah. Okay. It used okay, to be okay. a hard ninety. Their, their that new seemed fucking weird to me, dude. Their new thing is this: is um is trying to uh, do day and date with theaters that are in the movies, where you pay fifty bucks. Oh my god! You go see it, you know, at your house for fifty dollars, sure. and then that's how they do it. But. Uh, I don't know how that mo- that model is going to go over well. Um, it, it it was weird. It was really weird. And like, uh, so we got out of this movie probably around four four thirty somewhere in there. Mm-hmm. It, it was like maybe six people walking in for the other movies afterwards. Oh no, because that's like, and the... it's a bigger theater where you're like, all right, cool. I will say we just got a new theater here down the street. Yes, new theater. Like yeah. when they're building a theater, you're like. God damn, that's awesome, Movies right? Movies must be doing well. Because it makes you feel good, right? Yeah. So I've gone to maybe three or four movies now. And they're, they're anywhere from like, I've gone to a seven o'clock. I went to a Beauty and the Beast that was like when it first came out and there was like 10 people. Right. And I was just like, God damn. Or any other time I go, it's me and Jax alone. Right. And so it's just sort of like, are you guys the only ones in there? Yeah, we're the only ones in there. It's like, yeah, and and that's the way I was, and that's the way I felt. Is that's the way this summer has been going along. So, I'll be curious to see what happens with it. But for me personally, um, and, and mine, mine is different. Mine is more geared towards the technology side, and um, not only family, because a lot of people said oh, once you start having kids, you're only going to watch movies from home, and you're not going to want to do this anymore. Mine's geared from the, the, the technology side of, of where, you know, I, we have what, like a 65-inch, 70-inch screen with like 4K. And I'm like, all right, cool. This really isn't that much. Again, that's not that much right. greater than my, than my movie. Like It's the nostalgia theater. of going to the theater, yes. right? Yes. But like, you know, so I, I don't you, want that you're to a go great away. cook. Yes. But you're a great cook. You make all this like cool food when we watch movies and, and home movies and stuff like that. And it's just like... Dude, you'll make like sangrias and crazy stuff that I can't get at a theater. For sure, but 
you know, there's still that thing, right? There is. And, and there's also the thing of like getting out of the house yeah. and having a dinner date and, yeah. you know, yeah. or a night out and everything else. I think for me personally, though, with uh, technology and the way things are heading is if I'm going out and I have that night out, I would rather... I'd rather go to a nice dinner or yes, me too, uh, me too, or a bar or a concert Always. or a sporting event or something Always. like that. Sporting event, whether or not protesting, obviously, and then do that. Because um, same with you and Matt and Noel, whatever you guys were looking forward to going to dinner. It's like you're looking forward to like socializing, to having like a conversation. So yeah, and they, and they were they were more psyched about the dinner than they were about the yes. movie. It just a movie happened to be right next to the dinner. Right. So it was just like, all right, cool. Let's check it How out. How about this? This is this is everybody's only day off, so let's go. Right. Um, you know, all of this works. So yeah. it's tough. We'll, we'll see what happens to it. Um, but it is the time of the show where we get to the revolutionary figure of the day, shall we? This one, we're going back to 1968, the Mexico City Olympics. Um, we're going to Tommy Smith and John Carlos. Uh, they were the, the first athletes to protest during the, uh, the Olympic games. Um, <laughs> yeah, they, they, they did the black power fist oh boy. after they won the medals and, um, oh. they were the first two athletes to ever protest and use that platform, which is, I, I think this is a guess, but I think it's why it's called a platform because they were physically on one Oh shit! to use, uh, uh, their, I guess notoriety to speak out against uh, blacks, you know, civil rights, which uh, you know at the time um, had never been done before. To this day, it's it's still one of the most powerful images in sports. Um, the difference being, however, uh, Olympians aren't paid athletes. They they are not paid. Right, so they're not working for anyone. No. So th- this is something you can actually do. You are if you, want. you are a representative of, of the country. Yes. And if you are not happy with going mm-hmm. on with your country, you may do that. Uh, but also, you're not getting paid to be there. Yeah. So you're you're, you're doing that for free. Your protesting is for free. Whatever okay, that's going to cost you after that is fine. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Colin. But you have no bosses. That's the difference. Exactly. No bosses. No teams. No nothing. You're you're voluntarily choosing. To do this, and uh, an owner is not paying you millions and millions of dollars. And if you're going to ask me what real sacrifice is, it's what these two men did because they weren't worth a hundred million dollars. They weren't worth, you know, what Colin Kaepernick's worth. They're not worth two hundred million like Steph Curry. Um, those guys have nothing to lose. LeBron James has nothing to lose. They are rich enough, and they have made hundreds of millions of dollars. They have nothing to lose. These athletes in the 1968 Olympic Games. Who for for to to go for Team America? You have to be an amateur athlete. Um, or we're risking everything because whatever jobs or or professions they wanted to go in there after that, that they were going to have to be known as the two guys who decided to protest the Olympics, which doesn't happen. Um, but I've always said that about him. I was like, the real sacrifice would be reaping the consequences of what you do absolutely and so he did it and he doesn't want he doesn't want to have any consequences for what he's done right and so he, that makes him like the biggest piece of shit ever yeah so whatever so and, and with all these athletes coming out again you know curry lebron all, all these guys uh there's a few a b- b- bunch of them in the nfl um what are you really sacrificing you, you made a kajillion Nothing. dollars so it's not like Nothing. you're you know you're and doing you this in a protest any, in your you own get, other city. Yeah. You get any repercussion, you get anybody going against you, you just cry about it. Yeah. 
That's it. And you're just like, why? 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 It's like, well, do you really care about it? Exactly. Or not. So that's why this week, uh, Tommy Smith and John Carlos are the guys that I'm throwing this out there because then they're amateur athletes. And uh, I mean, they're really putting everything on the line um, with no money whatsoever. So, uh, you know, look, if you're going to do it, make sure that it counts. And if, and if you're really that angry about it, don't play in the games. You have the power to you have the power to sit out of the games. You have the power to say, you know what, as a team, we're not going to play. Yeah. Um, as Steph Curry, you know what, I'm not going to take that 200 million dollars. I'm going to sit out because I'm yep. so disgraced at what's going on. This is the sacrifice that I'm going. That's to That's an make. actual sacrifice. Mm-hmm. That that's, would be that, that's, powerful. That's something you can actually that would be do. Fucking powerful. Exactly. Right? Exactly. But that's not ever going to happen. It's not happening. So to the rest of you cowards. And, you know, charlatans, yeah, it looks cool that you're doing this online now. These two guys actually did it when it mattered most, and uh, uh, they, they really, really went for it. So ask yourself this next time you, you decide to protest. Um, just take a look back at, at, at the documentary of what Tommy Smith and John Carlos went through and ask yourself if you were anywhere near that level um, and really willing to risk it all. For what you believe in, because those guys did, um, and you sure the hell haven't. Uh, for Jesse Wiseman, aka the Jables, I am Ross Patterson. This is the revolution. Good night, everyone. Good night.